Violence is rarely the answer, but when it is, it's the only answer. Tim Larkins. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. And today we've brought in my fight choreographer, Jeremiah. Welcome. Hello, hello. I am a martial artist. I've been training for the last 20 years. I've graduated to the rank of master in Kung Fu Sansu. In the time that I've been training, I've been able to perform a lot of stunt work, participated in a lot of fight choreography and that sort of thing. So that's one of the reasons why I've tapped into him is he's not only very good at killing people, but he's also a great storyteller in the physical movements. So how did you get into martial arts and stunt work? Martial arts, which has always been a thing, um, just active kid. But there was a time when there was an altercation brewing, and I felt personally absolutely helpless. I could stand there and just watch somebody suffer, and there was nothing I could do to help. And I realized in that moment that I was never going to feel like that again in my life. So right after that, I went in, I found the instructor. I've never felt that sense ever again, which has been quite nice. So kung fu, karate, jujitsu, they're all the same thing, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, totally the same. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the martial arts, I mean, in a sense, they're all the same because we're all human beings. Most of us have two arms, two legs, and there's only so many ways you can do things. But no, very different in the mentality that you have to approach a situation, the moves that you're trained to do, the way that you use your body. Martial arts differ in so many ways. And I think one of the reasons why there are so many is there's a martial art out there for everyone, in my opinion. Kung Fu is what worked for me. I That's what I fell in love with. I've trained in other ones, other disciplines, and it's just not the same for me, but obviously for other people and for your characters. To have different fighting styles for your characters is another huge thing. That way you're not just having fights for the sake of fights. You know, you can actually tell your story through the action. So people have this image of martial artists, that they all look a certain way, they all think a certain way. How much of that is accurate? None of it. None at all. I mean, I would think most people would think of somebody like Jean-Claude Van Damme. You know, with the muscles and the flippies and all that. I mean, that's a martial artist. But Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Yeah, very much so. But then you'd look at Mr. Miyagi, you know. So it, it, and it goes anywhere in between. You know, Hoist Gracie, the USC champ, the first ever so on and so forth. I mean, he was the smallest guy in the entire tournament. And he beat everybody because he was the best at what he did. I think that's another key is... When you're thinking about what's the best martial art, again, like I say, there's a martial art for everyone, you know, and it's up to that person to find theirs. But it's not the martial art that's the best. It's whoever is the practitioner uses what they know correctly is going to be the one that's better in that moment. So every time you're watching any TV show, any movie, all of the fights perfectly make sense, right? No, very rarely... Most often, never do fights on television and movies You make sense from an actual combat standpoint. Obviously, in a real combat situation, you want an outcome. You want to be victorious in a combat situation. 
But through storytelling, you want to use your action and the combat itself to tell a story, whether it's different styles. You know, the good guy and the bad guy have different styles, different motivations for what they're trying to do, Uh, whether one's just trying to survive, one's trying to dominate. So the one trying to dominate, just trying to pin them down or knock them out. The one trying to survive picks up a brick and hits them with it. It's a dynamic and a story that you can tell. For general fighters, what kind of mindset does a fighter need when they're going into a conflict? To win. Like victory is assured. There's no thought of defeat. There's no contemplating what if I don't. It, that's not even a thought that enters your mind. The second it does, then there's doubt and doubt will kill you. From a story standpoint, I mean, then yeah, there could be fear, there could be doubt, there could be confidence, there could be anger. That's the beautiful thing about putting art in action together, is you can tell your story that way. And being able to tell that story clearly is is great. Just watch Rocky. So if I have a fighter, martial artist type character, what type of mentality, what type of mindset do they have when they're not in combat? Like just an awareness. Um, That's probably one of the things that you develop through the martial arts training and action, Uh, your surroundings, possible threats that might be coming. Do you ever walk into a room full of strangers and you're able to point out that guy's a martial artist, that guy's a martial artist? Is there a way to tell or is it a surprise every time? Well, I, I can honestly say I don't know. You can definitely walk into a room and say that person's confident, that person's confident, that person with the teardrop tattoo, you don't want to mess with that guy. That's pretty obvious. Where you can see some people who are generally, they're either not confident, they are afraid, or perhaps they have been a victim in the past where they don't want to see threats. They are actively avoiding seeing things that might be threatening. So they're not looking up. They're looking down. They're trying to make themselves small so as to not appear big to the rest of the room. It's it's tough. I know you, as a storyteller and as a writer, archetypes and generalizations are the job. But human beings are so incredibly complex to just be like, yup, 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 nope, nope, yup, yup. It's unfair to people to do, but yeah, totally. <laughs> right? It's tough when you're saying judge people, and I'm a big fan of not judging people out loud. (laughs) (laughs) We're all built in with a warning system. We all have it. I mean, the fight or flight, it's a real thing. And by developing your awareness and your reflexes, which is another thing with martial arts training and, and most physical training, you'll develop your reflexes and it will quicken your mind to threats, things that move and the way they move. That could either be a dancer or that could be a martial artist. But trained in movement is something that you can always be aware of. Is there any specific lingo that is used in martial arts that an author should know? Yes, and then martial arts vary, again, so differently, so many different martial arts. That is where, as authors, you should do what? Your research. Yay. Well, what martial art? Because... There are different lingos. I mean, I do Kung Fu, but it was taught to Americans. So I don't know the Chinese names for these things. I've, I've looked them up and done my own personal research, but we don't use them. You know, it's a straight punch or a round punch. And then different martial arts. I know Kempo still uses a lot of the, the Japanese phrases. I don't know why. 
but that's the way they train and that's okay. So do you ever actually use Kung Fu or is it just in case a threat comes at you? Every day, every day I use Kung Fu because everything I do is now done through the lens of Kung Fu. And I do mean this literally through the way I pour my tea in the morning. I use Kung Fu just in the way I use my body correctly. So I move with more balance and coordination. So I'm not tripping over myself. (laughs) Or when I do trip over myself, I know how to fall. I've actually done that a few times. I don't use the combat aspects of Kung Fu in the martial arts hardly at all. I've used it more to break up fights or to avoid them. Do you have any other advice for authors who include a martial artist, a fighter in their story? Everything that that character does has to be with the thought of being a martial artist in there because it will affect everything that they do. It won't just be the character doing things and then when it's time for action, time for a fight, they become this martial artist. It will become part of their character. Using the born identity as a great example Even though the guy doesn't know who he is, when he's in the diner, he knows who's a threat, where to get a gun, that sort of thing, because it's ingrained training. It's who he is. So that's one thing. And then a big one for me personally that I like to see and try to do when I'm doing choreography is incorporating kind of a story in the action itself. makes it a little bit more dramatic to see and to read rather than just punch, 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 kick. So... I can go on to any YouTube channel and just follow Star Wars Kid and understand martial arts, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't suggest going to a YouTube channel. I mean, I did, and I, I think everybody does. Nothing beats having a competent teacher and practicing yourself, of course, you know, because you can, again, watch a video a thousand times and know every word, but if you don't get up off the couch and do... It's almost better to have no training than a little bit of training. How so? Well, without any training, like a fist coming at your face at high speeds, you'll do something. Whatever it might be, whether it's get your hands up, get your head out of the way, whatever it is. But if you have a little bit of training, you might think about what you're going to do. And in the time it takes you to think, well, am I going to get my hand up or my head out of the way? You didn't do either of those things. And a high-speed fist just hit you. So for all of you writers out there, I know you've done it. No fighting monologues. Yeah, that's not happening. Not in real life anyway, but hey, that's the beautiful thing about writing fiction is you can make that stuff up, you know. I'm always entertained at seeing people who are deep engaged in combat also having a conversation. Like, I would get winded so fast. (laughs) There are no words coming out of my mouth in that. Yeah. There is nothing more exhausting than fighting in this world. Uh, It is the most mentally demanding, physically exhausting activity that you can possibly be in. Thank you so much for authors out there. Remember, do your research. Try to find somebody who knows what they're talking about. And don't just make your fighter a fighter. They have specialties. They have skills. They have specific avenues of training that they've taken. They learned it from somewhere. So try to get specific there in their training so you can write a character that matches. And while you're writing, remember, write selfishly.
If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.